Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. On this broadcast, Shaladio teaches God's Word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed. excited to bring this news to you. Breaking Soul Ties now comes to Lagos, Nigeria on the 16th of May 2015. Register now for free on www.soulties-niger.xyz. I repeat, www.soulties-niger.xyz. Hurry now. See you there. simply the captivation of your soul by another person or thing. A soul tie is also the attachment of your soul to another person or thing. A soul tie exists when there are things or people you can't just say no to when you should be saying no to them. You can read all about soul ties on www.breakingsoulties.com. Breaking Soul Ties is present on many social media platforms such as Twitter, Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Blackberry Messaging, and internet radio stations. Please follow Shaladio on Twitter using the following handles at Shaladio and our Soul Ties tweets to read about tweets on Soul Ties. If you need to chat with Shaladio, you can link up with him on BB using the pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. You can also email him on breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries dot O-R-G. Hello guys. I have a testimony to share with you today. Um, it concerns one of my uh, contacts and followers on Soul Ties uh, on my BBM. Her name is Crystal. She is uh, based um, out there in Anambra State, um, Nigeria. Now, what had happened was that I'd, I'd been in contact with her on BBM for um, a few weeks. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that um, somehow she had dropped off my radar. And she had not been in touch with me for a while. And then um, out of the blues uh, somewhere, she actually called me uh, to say that... Um, she had a terrible uh, bike accident. She was going on uh, one of these uh, local bikes called, um, I think they call them Okada. Yep. So she was going on one of those and uh, she had an accident over there. And it affected her, I think, her left leg very adversely. And that she was lying uh, down there in the hospital. Uh, I think she ran out of credit on the phone or something and then I had to call her back. Uh, to find out exactly what had happened and yes she said it was a terrible accident uh, and it affected her left ankle and uh, the doctors had said to her that they were strongly strongly considering amputating her feet um crystal is um i mean she was really very upset and this was just before christmas 
uh, before the Christmas uh, holiday. So, I mean, as soon as I heard this, I just said to her that, look, uh, we need to pray about this. We need to bring God's word into the situation here. So, and this was all on the phone. Um, I prayed with her. I prayed with her, shared scriptures with her. But then I left her on a particular note. And the note on which I left her was this, that after this prayer, on a daily basis, as often as Satan tries to attack her mind, she should declare God's word over her body and declare that in the name of Jesus, she is completely healed and she is going to walk out of that place with her legs healed and intact and that was why i said to her that she should open her mouth and speak god's word over her body over her legs cancel every verdict of the enemy and declare that nothing missing nothing broken in fact when i was saying those words to her i could hear my wife repeating them you know you know just beside me say her say, tell her nothing missing nothing broken nothing missing nothing broken and um and that was it really and then again i was in i wasn't in touch with her until i think about three days ago uh she popped up on my whatsapp to say that she had been fully discharged and she's back home no amputation and she can walk with both legs so we just want to give glory to god um, for that uh very quickly i'll play you a clip uh she recorded uh, an audio clip for me so i'll play that clip to you um very shortly and i just want you to listen to it and this is a testimony of the power that is in the word of god that you speak out of your mouth it is no magic it wasn't uh it wasn't like oh shaladi was anointed or to have done this no it was the power of god's word that she believed as a christian that she put on her lips that delivered secured the delivery of her miracle from god so i'll just leave you to listen to this i think it's about two minutes or so and uh, i'll catch you after the clip thank you bye hello everybody my name is crystal also a follower of soul ties i want to testify on heart healing normally i wouldn't have seen 2015 but god's grace and mercy kept me my left ankle was hit or used by a motorbike break and something that started like a joke no more dislocation ended up to be so soft so fragile that the orthopedic doctors all agreed that I have to go for amputation of my left ankle I prayed with Pastor Lushola Adio and 
who believe God for his healing before 2015. I was scheduled to have the amputation on 29th of December on that day. The doctor couldn't come for the surgery. It was shifted to 2nd January 2015. On the 9th of 1st January 2015, I felt someone touch me. And then I woke up in the morning ready for the amputation. When I realized that my Hi there, welcome to the program. My name is Sholadio. Welcome to episode 3 of our series on how to believe God for a spouse. In this series, I'll be sharing fundamental principles that will help single men and women to believe God for a spouse and to also find their spouse. I'll be sharing core principles of confessions, faith, hope, the seed principle, prayer, discernment, and so on. This series will apply to both men and women. Uh, let us pray. I'll be praying from the Ephesians prayer. Uh, that's um, Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, will give unto us today the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of yourself. The eyes of our understanding be enlightened that we may know what is the hope of your calling and what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. Lord, open the eyes of our understanding that we may see wondrous things out of thy law in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Welcome. Now, very quickly, I'll just um, mention what we shared um, last week. Uh, we shared from... Uh, two uh, passages of scriptures very powerful passages mark chapter 10 verse 27 where jesus said that with men it is impossible but not with god for with god all things are possible and then we went into the greek and found out that the word impossible there uh, came from a greek word adinatos which means without strength impotent powerless weakly disabled and unable to be done and then the word possible there, with God all things are possible, came from another Greek word called dinatos. So you see the difference between possible and impossible was the letter A. Impossible was a dinatos and possible was dinatos. Now the word dinatos means uh, able, powerful, mighty, strong, mighty in wealth and influence, strong in soul to bear calamities and trials with fortitude and patience, and to be able to do something mighty, excelling in something, and having power to do something. So we see here that the Bible says that for with men it's impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. So if we want to read it in the Greek, well, put those Greek words in, we can say that with men it is adinatos, but not with God. For with God, all things are dinatos. So it means that when we are speaking about God here, we are speaking about dinatos, which means that he is able to do all these things that men have classified 
as impossible. But then something interesting we discovered in Mark chapter 9 verses 22 and 23, which was that there was a boy um, that had a demonic problem. They brought him to the disciples of Jesus, uh, but they could not cast him out. And then the father of the boy went straight to Jesus and then um, narrated the situation to Jesus. And then he asked Jesus for com- I mean, to have compassion on him and to help him. And Jesus said unto him that if you can believe, all things are possible to you. Now, you see, it's very interesting. This is a man asking for help. But Jesus did not straight away help him. Jesus said to him that if you can believe, all things are possible to you that believes. And then I went into the Greek again and discovered that the word possible again that Jesus used here was the same Greek word used in Mark chapter 10 verse 27, which is dinatos. So we were able to marry these two scriptures together and we saw clearly that with Canal men, it is adinatos, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are dinatos, thus they are possible. But then Jesus is now saying that if you can believe, all things are also dinatos to you. So it means that the things that are possible with God, the great things that God can do, that men have classified amongst themselves to be impossible are also possible to us it's all things are possible to him that believes and the other scripture said with god all things are possible so it effectively means that anything that god can do can happen in our lives if we believe the word of god and then um uh jesus uh cast the demon out of the boy and then uh we had a boy that was um completely healed and restored and delivered and then a post-mortem of the situation was carried out and the disciples came to ask jesus that why couldn't we get the job done and jesus told them that the answer is unbelief that because of your unbelief you could not um get uh the job done we're going to continue from here immediately after the break and we're going to dive in straight into unbelief as in find out what this unbelief is all about and how come this unbelief um, had a uh, negating effect on the faith of people because the man said to jesus said lord i believe but help thou my unbelief so we're going to see the impact of all this in the process of our believing god for a miracle in any area of our life i'll see you guys after the break Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed. Welcome back. Now today we are going to examine why the disciples could not cast the demon out of the boy. That will give us clues as to why we believed God for things and gave up after a while when we didn't see um, the manifestation and i mean seriously almost every believer would have been faced with this sort of situation that okay um we believed god we know god can do it 
and we did something we prayed we fasted we did a number of things but it still didn't work so we've given up on some people have given up on the process some people are just there you know just, all right let's see but we're going to find out from scriptures we're going to get a few things from scriptures today that would help us and um, get us restored uh, into that process of believing god now let's turn our bibles to matthew chapter 17 matthew chapter 17 and we're going to read verses 19 to 21 then came the disciples to jesus apart and said why could not we cast him out and jesus said unto them now you see they are asking this question so we are also asking this question that this situation that has lingered for so long in our lives why couldn't we get this situation done why couldn't we get it resolved after all this while and verse 20 says and jesus said unto them because of your own belief so jesus was very direct the reason why you have not gotten the job done is because of your own belief for verily i say unto you if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible unto you albeit this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting now let's have a look again because of your unbelief verse 20 now as soon as said as, as he said because of your unbelief jesus went on to say for verily i say unto you if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove and nothing shall be impossible to you now what jesus means here is this that if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed now have you seen a mustard seed before it's about the tiniest of seeds you can ever get um, in the domain of farming but that mustard seed is of no use to you until you plant it in the ground so when jesus is saying that if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed you shall say unto this mountain so it means that the process by which you treat your faith like a grain of mustard seed is by planting it and the process of planting that mustard seed is by you speaking unto the mountain and saying to the mountain, remove hence to yonder place and it shall remove. And nothing, nothing, nothing shall be impossible unto you. So we see here that two key principles were in place here. Number one, he said, this thing did not happen because of your unbelief and then number two he went on to describe the operation of the pure faith of god which is that that faith does not have to be very big that faith does not have to be very mighty 
it only needs to be as small as a seed and that faith will move any mountain that is before you now that begins to show us here that what prevented the disciples from casting this demon out was that their faith which was as a grain of mustard seed was contaminated with unbelief now how do i know it was contaminated with unbelief very easy i hope you know that this is not the first time that the disciples had been i mean being face to face with the case of demon possession before that day they had cast out demons out of people before they had healed the sick and i even suppose they could even have raised the dead before that day but on this particular day they could not resolve this case now they would never have attempted to try cast that demon out if they had never done it before they had done it before successfully on this occasion they fell flat on their faces Do you get the logic there? Which means that you can have a situation in your life where you believe God for something successfully and then a few weeks later, a few months later, unbelief has invaded and contaminated your system and then you try to believe God again and then it didn't work because unbelief had mixed up with your faith. And then verse 21 goes on. It says, How be it this kind goeth not out but by prayer and fasting i want to say here at this point is that that jesus christ is not saying that a demon requires fasting and prayer to deal with no jesus every time he came across a demon spoke the word against that demon and that demon obeyed instantly Jesus did not say to the demon that, wait for me, let me go and pray and fast and come back before dealing with you. Jesus dealt with that demon face to face and he got result because he believed in what he was saying. He believed in the power of his words. You see, unbelief simply means that you are speaking the word, but you don't believe that the word that you are speaking will come to pass so after a while you now figure out and think that oh this thing did not work and then you give up so unbelief at that point has fully contaminated your faith so that's why it's important that you not only develop your faith but you also shut out unbelief from your system and one very key way of dealing with unbelief is by going into prayer and fasting. And also, let, let's read another scripture that will further uh, ingrain what um, I've just shared with you. Mark eleven twenty three. It says, For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Now, let's begin to look at this. He says, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, means that 
you have a problem before you, you have a situation before you, Jesus is saying that you need to speak to that mountain. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. But then Jesus put in some clauses here. He says, and shall not doubt in his heart. So it means that you are saying these things out of the seed of faith, but you do not doubt in your heart. There is no unbelief in your heart. And then he says, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. So it means that Jesus is saying that you must speak to the mountain. And as you speak to the mountain, you must believe in the power of what you are saying. You must believe that the things that you are saying will eventually come to pass. Then the Bible says that he shall have whatsoever he saith. And there goes my lesson for today. You must speak to that mountain. That mountain that is before you. What is the mountain? The mountain of the fact that you are not married. So you must speak to that mountain. You must address that mountain. You must speak into your future that in the name of Jesus, my spouse is on his way. My spouse is on our way in the name of Jesus. I mean, you begin to speak into your future and begin to speak into that situation. And the Bible says that you shall have whatsoever you say um, my time is up now but i just want to leave you on this note that don't stay quiet over this situation don't just wake up and be depressed for nothing over this situation don't just wake up and cry and throw your hands up in despair and in submission and surrender over this situation jesus said that whosoever shall say unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he saith so what jesus is saying here is that don't talk to me about the mountain but talk to the mountain about me now christians i have been listening to have only told me that they are crying to God. They are praying to God. And, you know, they are banging, Oh God, oh God, help me. Hear my prayer. Hear my prayer. But Jesus said, speak to the mountain. So you got to speak to the mountain. You have to say something to that situation. And as you speak to that situation and you believe what you are saying to that situation will eventually come to pass. Jesus said that you shall have whatsoever you saith. And that is, it is something that, I mean, we have to come back and dissect this over like six sessions. The power that is in the words that you speak. Let me just close here and run away. I'll catch you guys next week. Till then, um, have a great time in God's presence. Make sure every day you speak God's word to your situation. And Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shola Adio. 
To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Sholadio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.breakingsoulties.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Sholadio, please send an email to breakingsoulties at charisministries.org. That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org. You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7F3CD. I repeat, 52C7F3CD. We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio. See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord.